Hello and uh, welcome to season two of Movie Quest. Dun dun dun. I'm joined by my two hosts, Johnny and Anthony. Hello. Hello. I don't know. <laughs> so when I said Johnny's name, I think I looked at you and then when I said Anthony's name, I looked at Johnny. If you've not listened to the Movie Quest before, we're a podcast where three friends basically choose a film, talk about it, review it, dissect it, and compare it to other films. As this is season two, it is going to be different from season one. Yeah, we're going to try and mix it up a little bit. We are going to mix it up a bit. How are we going to mix it up, Ant? So instead of just picking 10 films at random, we're going to try and um, make it a little bit different. We're going to reduce the amount of films. So we're going to have maybe a bit of a mini series. Yeah. Mini season. Uh, And we're going to pick one subject or genre or uh, director or actor. And we're going to try and like pick four films that relate to each other yes so this week we decided you know once upon a time in hollywood is coming out so we thought we'll go to the cinema and watch that and then we're gonna pick three other tarantino films eventually and uh, chat about those are we are we exclusively picking films directed by tarantino Mm. or are we gonna do involved by tarantino i like that yeah we could do like maybe that that. that spreads it out because i think how many films is tarantino is this nine ten this is number nine number nine yes but if we go for films he's acted in and also written written, yeah there's quite a few isn't there uh it expands it out a little bit so like sin city and various other bits so so. yeah Mm. so listeners basically what we're getting at is that the The game has changed the game has changed (laughs) the genres are loose um, but essentially what we're hoping to do is cater this into films that are coming out. Um, one thing we need to say is this episode is going to be spoiler free, like the Hobson Shaw episode. We do not want to spoil it. We want you to go watch the film. Yeah. We'll definitely not spoil this film cause it's out in the cinema, but we will probably talk in depth about the other films. Yeah. Mm. Um, so before we begin, there's one segment that we have not gotten, gotten rid of and that is what have we been watching? Well, <laughs> Johnny, what have you been watching? Uh, not a whole lot. I've been <laughs> literally uh, knee deep in DIY the past two weeks. Um, almost slicing my arm off yesterday by taking some tiles off a wall. Um, that looks deep, Johnny. I've shown my uh, gash on my arm to uh, to the guys. It's really here. deep. Actually, yeah. you know what? I'll tell you what. Let's take a picture of that and put it on the gram, and yeah. then people can. Any see. nurses? Tell me if this needs a stitch. It looks like a smiley face. It looks tiny on the, on the <laughs> yeah, photograph, yeah, yeah. but it looks pretty deep in real life. It's bleeding quite a lot. Um, I'm just hoping it doesn't get infected. Uh, but no, I've not really watched any films. The only thing I've been watching is The Office. I'm on to the final season now. Oh. Nice. So the plane is coming in to land. It's, um, I know what to expect coming up. Sarah's feeling like, you know, she's losing her slowly losing a friend that's uh, been around for the past six months so i'm sure when when it's over there'll be a, a tear shed in the room but yeah Ro- i think robert california is still around um what's the name from doctor who oh uh is it Catherine, Catherine tate, tate. Yeah. she's she's in it at the minute i didn't like her in that. um yeah she's a bit of a weird character and there's the two uh sort of weird interns the young kids in it um at the minute uh andy is with erin um, oh I'm, that was nice I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm spoiling quite a lot you it, are spoiling but, quite a lot but yeah it's it's good it's it's good but it's going to be sad when it finishes yeah um, yeah so uh, 
yeah, that's about it. But I will watch some more films before next time. I think Good. I'm due another cinema Good. trip this weekend. So, uh, Aaron, because we do we do a film we do a po- sorry we do a podcast about about films so we should watch films hey then, mr scrubs man like that was like the first like five episodes <laughs> because that is that is exactly why i brought two tv programs this week instead of oh, films because no. i haven't watched any films either oh what are we like um we're just we've got lives don't we yeah so tv tv is more convenient yeah it's more convenient although and, you end up watching like an out like an hour and two, a half's worth two, three of hours, tv yeah you could get a tarantino film into the amount of episodes I watched of The Boys in one day. Oh, I need to watch this the show. Boys. I've heard lots of good stuff about it. It is a TV program on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. It's by a group of people that are anti-superheroists and they, they, they don't like superheroes. That Superheroes ex- exist in this universe. Yeah. Um, it's, it's basically like what if super, superheroes actually existed and um, they were actually like normal people in terms of like how yeah. they behaved and stuff and would so you would have some really nice superheroes and you would have some not nice superheroes because they're not because everyone's human and people make mistakes and, and, oh. and not everyone's perfect so what sort of powers are we talking about what, what oh, well there's like a, there's one of the, so there's the main superheroes are the the seven and so one of them is sort of like the the main guy is sort of like a Superman kind of guy. He's got laser eyes and super strength and yeah. bulletproof. They're all, they're all based on real superheroes. Well, yeah. I say real, but superheroes that exist <laughs> in other franchises. Yeah, sure. there's like a Wonder Woman uh, in there. There's like a super fast guy. There's a Aquaman. There's a guy who's like invisible. Then there's some mysteriously, like, dude, some mysterious dude in like a black suit. And then there's like a girl who can like light up she can use like electricity to light things up and stuff. So, I don't know, but but it's pretty gruesome. What? How are the how are the, the boys? Are they the main characters of this? Yeah, they're the main characters. So the boys are like the opposite. They're like the normal guys. But they're not villains. They just hold superheroes accountable. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. To the to the the crimes that they commit whilst what? Saving. So the boys aren't don't have powers. No. And then there are superheroes who do have powers. There are superheroes that do. But have the powers. boys don't like the superheroes. That uh, have you know what? I'll tell you what. This is how the story starts. This is not a spoiler because it happens within the first five minutes. There's a guy called Andy. He's the main character. And essentially, he's walking home with his long term girlfriend. She steps off the footpath by like an inch. And the superhero that is super fast runs straight through her and obliterating her. So but he's yeah. basically like holding her hands. And his, yeah. her blood is all over his face. And that's just the premise of the of the TV program. I don't want to say any more. No. All I'm going to say is, please go watch it because it is actually yeah, awesome. Yeah, I heard that it's the graphic novel it's based on is really gruesome, it's and this brutal. this isn't quite as gruesome, but it's really? still. But it is. Yeah, apparently it's really it's really really gruesome the, the the graphic novel, but then this is a bit more pulled back, but still like out pretty out there yeah, for a superhero show. Uh, age rating is it? It's got, I think it's an eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, I think it's an eighteen. It's a brave for like a TV series. Yeah, and I think that's why. I think it's, it's doing pretty well, though. It's, they've been pushing it. Definitely. I've seen yeah. a lot of uh, billboard activity around and about mm. the places and on the back of buses and stuff, so they must be putting mm. a fair amount of money behind it. Honestly, I really enjoyed it. But the TV program I enjoyed more, um, one of my friends has been pushing me for a long, long time to watch this particular TV program. So Heather and I finally, finally decided to watch it. We watched season one of Derry Girls. Do you guys know about Derry Girls? It's an Irish thing, isn't it? I've watched some of it. 
you watched some <laughs> not, of it. Not, not by choice. I was uh, coincidentally in the same room. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you know, what, what vibes mm, were you getting? I love that you're just, not. Okay. It's not, it's not for me. It's really funny. It's basically four friends, five friends who live in Derry, which is a place in Northern Ireland, set in the 90s. It's, there, it's a fully girl cast and it just follows their like high school or um, form school, as it's called in Northern Ireland. Uh, it follows their form school life and it's just what happens. Um, and you obviously see the Catholic Protestant divide. Like there's lots of like in Northern Irish jokes. But, you know, m- most of the people that I know that have watched the TV program like I've been telling English people that I've been watching it and lo- everyone's been like, oh, finally, like, we're, like it's amazing, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, it is. It's truly, truly incredible. It's really funny. So again, I would absolutely recommend that TV program. Would you, would you say it's sort of similar to The Inbetweeners? That's the vibe I got from it. Like the Irish Inbetweeners. It, it is yes and no. Like The Inbetweeners is, is more about like them being teenagers, but it's also like their relationships were like, the opposite sex whereas this is less about that okay um and it's more about just being more about more about the time and place and the yeah yeah, are there there more overarching stories in it or is it just kind of one-off episodes uh no it's one-off episodes of just like completely random stories Uh, okay cool it's very good so you could just hop in and hop out nice yeah and uh, I don't have a lot to bring to this. I've been watching. Okay, so right movies. I watched The Hateful Eight. Oh yeah, but I don't want to talk about it on this because it might might come up. Yeah, okay. Apart from Fair. that, I'll just I'll just give a summary of. I really really liked it. I I wasn't sure what it was really. I knew a bit about it when it, when it came out that it was supposed to be like similar to like a, a theatre play and like mm-hmm. all in one location. Um, but when I, w- I watched it and I absolutely loved it, it was, you know, it's quite a long film, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it apart from like the music was amazing. Mm. Like all the characters were really well written. Like, like, and I loved, um, I loved, like, I like it when there's like this sort of ramp, ramping up of tension and ramping mm. up of story. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, and then you see in different sides of the story of different mm. characters. Anyway, Maybe we'll talk about it in more in depth at some point in the podcast. I hope, but um, yeah, I, I really like that that film, and uh, I would recommend it. Where did you watch it? I watched it, I watched it on Netflix. Oh, no. On on my iPad. Uh, <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Well, I know. The, I know. Like, literally, I know, the like come on, that's almost like a Saudi like Lawrence of Arabia type know, film to I be know. watching on your it's like iPad. It's like super Panavision, so it's super wide as well. But I will say, my iPad is like four K resolution and. <laughs> if you put it close to your face, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty decent quality yeah, it's screen. It's an iPad Pro, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway, so <laughs> Hateful Eight, uh, apart from that, uh, film-wise, I watched my first movie with my uh, daughter, Annabelle. Yeah. Um, we watched uh, Shaun the Sheep Excellent. over the course of a day. And she kind of watched it. I mean, she's like just over a year, so she's not really like... She'll watch Peppa Pig and stuff, but we watched it together. I've already watched Shaun the Sheep before at the cinema I went with my nephew a couple of years ago um, and it, I'm and I'm not going to talk about it because it's a kids film whatever people might be bored by it but it's actually really good I mean yeah, it's, I it's it's, it's uh, Iron Man isn't it so it's like yeah. seeing guys who do Wallace and Gromit yeah. it's like it's all without dialogue so it's, everything is just just noises and That's just like, cool. it's, like, like it, it's like all just 
like the sheep are just like putting funny hats on and doing and it's and it's you know it's really really good um it's not very long either it's like 70 odd minutes or whatever uh, but it was a good it was a really nice experience to watch my first film with it and it, again it, we did it in chunks over the day and stuff but yeah really liked it were you thinking about that for a while beforehand what your first film you'd not particularly uh, well, I was thinking about it, what our first film at the cinema might be or whatever, but she's definitely not old enough for any, any of that. She's not even really old enough to watch this at the moment, but it was just, it was one of those days where I think she was not really well and we were just like, I was just trying to keep her busy during the day. We put the film on for 20 minutes, watched that, she found it funny and then got a bit bored and wandered off and then we put it on again for another 20 minutes and it was just like, it was just nice. I, it's a good film. Oh, yeah. I, I'm actually happy to watch it because it's a really yeah. good film. Potentially be prepared to watch that over and over and oh, over Oh yeah, and over possibly. Again. Yeah, it's more, yeah, that will definitely happen. I mean, I'm, I'm watching a lot of Peppa Pig at the moment and again, I'm not going to knock it. I actually quite enjoy watching it. <laughs> Daddy Pig is uh, definitely the best uh, character on the show. Um, uh, and apart from all that, uh, not much else in terms of movies and stuff. Um, been very, been quite busy at work and stuff at the moment. But me and my wife, have, and I'm, I'm going to get some flack now from you guys, but me and my wife have been watching Downton Abbey. We're on like season five, I think now. Mm-hmm. Maybe season, yeah, I think season yeah. five. And... Uh, there's not again not much to say apart from there is a film coming out in a few months so I guess we're trying to get to that point where I can watch the film so Um, uh, this is a good point to just butt in so when we were walking into the cinema there was the Downton Abbey trailer (laughs) and Ant was like holding his ear I was like no no I don't want to know I don't want to know I I saw certain characters and I was like no Tom's there that means he didn't go has he gone I don't know maybe he's come back I don't know what's happened Uh, yeah it's um Definitely spoiling it for me a little bit, but yeah, that's about it really. So, I, so gonna, sorry guys, I, I, I want to. I'll watch more films next time. You and all the other old ladies in the neighbourhood are going to get together to go watch it. Get rent a bus and <laughs> do a Sunday trip. Sil- Silver bus. Cinema, yeah, Silver Cinema. <laughs> um, if we do have any Dining Abbey listeners, they've probably left now because I've just just uh, laughed well, all over it. I'm sure there'll be a Downton Abbey review not a full maybe not a full episode oh no yeah there'll be a review unless yeah. unless we do a Downton Abbey theme series uh, oh yeah no <laughs> it's not alright I mean you could try like films that have butlers yeah could do Batman could do Batman could do Batman yeah. comparing Downton Abbey and Batman yeah even yeah film with Abbeys in it so you could have like Downton Abbey or you could have I'm trying to think of a famous Abbey. Is it a uh, Vicar of Dibley film? Probably, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we apparently, uh, Ant has uh, said that we've got some feedback, some feedback to read. Um, Johnny needs his reading glasses. He's just putting his reading glasses on so that you can see the text. Yeah. Okay. So this is a an email that we've we've had come through. Uh, the um, subject title is Stranger Things. I don't know if that's got anything to do with it. But it is from one Miss or oh, Mrs. Melody McGoughlin. Um, so it says, "Just listening to you talking about Stranger Things, I rarely laugh as much as I did at the scene with Dustin and his girlfriend singing. It was perfect. Didn't know Ant had rated it at seven before the end. Has his score gone up after the amazing performance? Mel, or my wife, as Ant refers to me, kiss." <laughs> Thanks, Mel. <laughs> Thanks, wife. Um, has has my rating gone up since watching the final episodes? Probably, probably not. No, you I, have to give it a nine for the way that 
Steve. I've not seen it yet. It was in the final episode. I've been DIYing. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Well, Steve does a move in in a bathroom. Yeah. And it's basically the coolest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it was a good, like, couple of episodes to finish it off oh, with. Oh, man. But I still didn't absolutely it wasn't as good as the first season and, and mm, i think it's still fair. maybe it goes to if it was a set if it was a seven before maybe it goes to seven five it was like it was it was good and definitely worth watching i know you loved it a lot more than me so mm, i did i did i did okay so before we get to the main event oh we've got some more feedback as well oh, we've got more feedback oh, we got more feedback. I, yeah, I, yeah, I do yeah. apologize in got fact you know feedback. what you literally said that before we started yeah. uh this is from a uh, mr phil marsh oh do we know him uh, yes, we yeah, do. We do, we do know. Yeah, we, we do, do know Phil Marsh. Johnny's hoping that we've got some feedback from people we don't know. Do we know everyone that listens to the podcast? Uh, probably. Uh, uh, this is in response to our Hobbs and Shaw episode. Sorry, Johnny, you went on this. Uh, I don't think your mum listened to it either, did she? So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> your mum won't get much of this. Only listens to episodes that I'm on. <laughs> she, she won't understand this either. But uh, Phil says um, in Hobbs and Shaw, they set Hobbs and Shaw up as fugitives. Did they ever explain at the end how they resolved the story point? Because from memory, I think they forgot about it and just went on with their merry lives. And I thought straight away when he sent me this, I thought, oh, no, I'm pretty sure they did. But then actually I went back and I was thinking about it. I was like, ah, maybe they didn't. I don't, I don't remember specifically them saying, oh, everything's okay now. You you fixed everything and now you're not fugitives. Did did that crop up for you Aaron do you remember that happening no, not at all I'm pretty sure they're still fugitives yeah like. maybe they just like forgot about it and didn't wrap it up do but, you know what uh, aren't they always aren't they, haven't they always been fugitives what, and the law just yeah. kind of writes it off anyway actually you know what I do have another film to talk about because after watching Hobson Show I oh, then I then, wa- I then went and watched Fast 8 uh, and finished it off and I tell you what the, my only comment on that film it was, you know, it's it's, fast, it's a fast film. So, I mean, like, it's just, you know what you're getting yourself in for. I much preferred it to Hobson Shaw. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Much, fair. much preferred it. And I could easily um, have, oh, this is going to sound weird now, because like, my main complaints about Hobson Shaw was it had too much of Jason Statham in, and The Rocking on the road. <laughs> but the, the best bit of Fast 8 was Jason Statham on the plane with the baby kicking butt you know when he's carrying oh, yeah, the, ba- the, the baby, um, the what's it called, like the car seat. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Like that, that whole bit was just me. Yeah, I, I had a grin on my face, and I was just so happy watching that. It was yeah, really, it's good really film. Good. It's good film. It's just like it is crazy, and it makes no. The story makes no sense. No, of course it doesn't. But it's 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 just so much better. I mean, I'm sorry to say this. I know people like we talked about how we liked Hobson Show, but it's so much better than Hobson Show. Anyway, I'll leave that there. <laughs> Thanks for the feedback, everyone. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Do we not get one more bit of um, uh, an email to our inbox? I don't believe so. About... Um, Trained. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, got, we were asked to uh, do a review of uh, a film. Um, of, uh, it, was, it was quite a, a small um, a small time um director who once starred in home alone as like a, a baggage clerk uh, back in 1990 and yep. since then he's done two or three films two or three i only saw that one film uh well this i think this was his sort of first major release this is a still a short film isn't it 20 yeah. minutes long um, do you want to give us a synopsis of the of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, of the film you, johnny did you watch yeah. it uh, i've not i've not seen the film i watched the trailer and it's about um a couple uh, that seem to 
be attracted to being on or near trains and it seems to help their relationship when they're <laughs> nearby a train. Um, I've not seen it. Uh, it. We've all watched the trailer. Um, I would definitely hunt, hunt the trailer down if you can. It's on Amazon video or whatever the film yeah. is called. It's, it's called Trained. Um, but you'll have to Google Trained 2019. Yeah, 2019. Before you do that, though, Google Sideramophilia or whatever it is. It's supposedly a real condition mm. that the wife suffers with. Uh, Google that because that'll give you a little bit of insight to what the film is. Yeah, so be. Johnny's mum, if you're listening, you should definitely <laughs> yeah, oh definitely Google this. Uh, train 2019. It's not on IMDb, unfortunately. But have a look at watch that trailer. Uh, yeah. I think we might pass on it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be one that's going to be suitable for um, our, our, for, our, for our audiences. Mm. But uh, thank you very much for uh, emailing. I think I think it was a bot or uh, just an automated email. I think he's probably just... Maybe not a dedicated listener. Yeah, I don't think he's a dedicated listener. I think he's just uh, trying his luck, isn't he? Yeah. But, hey, good luck, mate. Yeah. I mean, you got to put the boat out. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so before we begin, we would, I would, we would, I would, we would, um, like to recap season one very quickly so oh yeah i've got to do that question how do you guys feel season one went sketchy sketchy to begin with to begin with <laughs> oh man yeah those first few episodes are pretty bad they were ropey uh we didn't know how to podcast we still don't really no. know how to podcast but at least we're a little bit better yeah i think the, for me yeah that those first four episodes i think we're pretty like the start. It got better, but like we didn't really have a good st- way of structuring things, no, and it was just really. a lot of a lot of talking over each other, a lot of going all over the place. We still do that sometimes, um, and that the audio quality on that first couple is in. Remember, we had like hand signals. We had to like put hands in the air and yeah. like be like, "Hey, it's my go." Yeah, <laughs> I definitely spoke too much, <laughs> but we've learned a lot. We did learn a lot. Um, and what we learned is we've created this funky list of films in order. So I, I, I'm going to assume that all our lists would be different if we could each individually order them. Mm. Um, but the this is a collective of the three of us coming together and deciding what films are good and what films are bad. So starting from the bottom all the way to the top, let's talk about greatest films since well the dawn of film because that's obviously what this season was so mm. from here on in <laughs> all the best films yeah so start us off johnny so what was our least favorite film least favorite film uh i think we we're all pretty much in agreement for this is number 10 was halloween 2018 halloween 2018 that was johnny's choice yeah not not necessarily for a great film but just as a film yeah that was ign's what was it 9.5 they gave it yeah a solid 9.5 from ign <laughs> yeah that wasn't paid for it yeah hey you know what i'm happy we watched that film because it meant that i got to watch the originals of halloween and uh that was a great film so yeah. i'm glad we did that one so uh number nine was batman and robin aaron how did you enjoy that one it's just a lot of butts and crotches wasn't it really just a lot of butts and bin yeah. I listened back to that little, you know, the sign bite on oh, Instagram, yeah. and it just like just thinking about it. Again. <laughs> like someone wrote that, someone wrote that on, on a script. Yeah, I um, <laughs> just... again, I probably 
So going forward, I'm probably going to avoid choosing films that I knowingly you know, know that are terrible films. I mean, there is a certain amount of like charm to it in terms of like how ridiculously bad it is and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've still got enjoyment out of it, but I think I get more enjoyment for those sort of films than maybe another person on this podcast might get. Yeah, I won't choose to watch a bad film. Although I, I didn't know Halloween was going to be as bad as it was, so that was, that was an honest mistake. <laughs> hey, it made for a good Instagram uh, clip, so it can't be that wrong. <laughs> What's next? So number eight, Bird Box, our first episode. Oh, wow. Oh, a special place in my heart. That's always, yeah, that's going to be a cult classic on this podcast we're gonna have to come back to this in like 10 years time bird box like like episode 1000 hey talking about bird related films the bird box you see that they're doing a quiet place too yeah 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 i, I don't know how i feel about that no um is it the same guys <laughs> <Flip>. you <laughs> might be in it uh, maybe isn't it yeah maybe uh... mm. Like we need that spoiler sound back again. Yeah, sorry. So I did something then and it got bleeped out and yeah. I, that was a bit of a spoiler. So let, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, so, bird, s- oh, wait, Bird Box, Johnny. Yeah. Right. You actually like that film, don't you? Still better than a lot of the lists that are above it. Yeah, but so, right, but so far, none of the films that I've chosen are, are on that list. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, yeah. hey, but... Plain to win this guy. Hey, Johnny is... You know, two of Johnny's films. Oh, no, actually, sorry, Bear Box wasn't Johnny's film, was it? But no, still, it's a, it's a collective. those two films, Bear Box and Halloween, done much better than your films have done uh, on the uh, on the downloads counter, Aaron. Oh, oh, sorry. Actually, no, who chose Fifth Element? Was it you? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. You, oh, you, right. you're, get, you're we'll get winner. to the main event later. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what's, what's so, next. Number seven, North by Northwest. Yeah, still, still neither of my films are right. Okay, so yeah, let's, let's yeah, that's true. yeah but okay, I yeah. mean, like the rest of the world disagrees with yeah, you this guys. Is, but. This also, but listeners, by the way, this is a taste test for like quality, and so far <laughs> I'm winning. Just FYI, if you need an opinion on good films, so far <laughs> I'm the best. So not by Northwest. Do, uh, what do we have to say about that? Do you have anything I, you want I, to talk about? I, I think you two were misguided. You watched it. On your lunch breaks, <laughs> yeah, I did. in a staff right. room on a phone. Um, I, I I'm think not part for, of that. I think it was probably just a bit too outdated, a bit old, bit too old, and a bit hard to relate to these days. I think. I think like maybe if I grew up watching it or something, I probably would have a different opinion. But for me, it was just harder to get into because of the, how old it was. He's got he's got better films. That's all I'm gonna say. He's got Hitchcock's got better films. Anyway, number six, me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Oh, um, I don't know why it's finally, there. finally, there's been a film that I've you know. Okay, cool. So what what placement is that? Number six. Oh, so it's, number six. It's number six. I don't. Oh, you've okay. given me this phone, so I don't know if you've tampered with this list at all. No, no is that that is a list. That's the list. I don't, I don't, okay. The thing is, I don't need to cheat. I don't need to tamper with it. I I have fond memories of that film. I love that film. Spoonful of sadness. Mm, it's pretty. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. At least it's more enjoyable. Whatever. Uh, number five, Moana. Very good film. Yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, I don't. I have no problems with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I soundtrack's good. Really good soundtrack. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can I can remember the soundtrack. Yeah, that's the only thing I can yeah. remember. From that's that great. Film. And how about um, the song that the Rock sings as well? I can't remember. How's it, it goes. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, oh, I, what is it? No, hang on. I will remember it. Give me a sec. Um, you're welcome. That that's what it goes. Uh, yeah. Something something something. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, like, I love the Rock. It's so good. There that's we great. go. 
Number four, ghost story. I think about this film often. You, you, we were talking about this the other day, I think, were mm. we not? Um, my, uh, my wife, hello, Mel, um, she, her mother watched this film recently because mm. of our podcast and she didn't have very nice things to say about it. She Her main complaints were with, with the film was um, that no one talked. Nice. <laughs> I'll try to explain. Well, he's a, he's a ghost, so, you know, it'd be hard for him to talk. He knows ghosts don't talk. But, I mean, I guess not. I guess they could do. Also, like, and when they did talk, it was stupid and nonsensical, so. Well, if they talked and it was really high hey. pitched, like, hello. Hey. I would enjoy that. Probably it was number one. four on our list. You're right, you're right. Yeah, So we I, must have enjoyed it I didn't put somewhat. It, didn't I, I loved it. Number three, you were never really here. This has definitely entered my brain um, recently over recent events with the whole Jeffrey Epstein st- stuff mm. and this whole world of like sex trafficking and all that sort of stuff and like political people of, like, you know, in high power getting away with doing horrible stuff like... It definitely made me think about that film again, and it's kind of chilling how yeah. real it, it it might be. But it on the on the flip side, it kind of gives you a bit of like if there is a person out there doing yeah. these things, there is some payback somewhere. It gives but you a little you, bit. Of, you would never hear there of anything like this going yeah. on, really. So it's almost like they were never really there. Mm. Mm. See that? Very good. Next, uh, King of Comedy number, uh, number two. two. I can't believe it's still number two. Yeah. He's, yeah. It is, you know, it is. I mean, I liked that film. It's surprising it's made it to number two, to be honest. But I was, yeah, I was surprised. But again, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Mm. Good, not pretty good. Good. It was good. It was a good film. Mm. It was a good film. I still, I mean, I always think it's just the, the reason that film is so high for me is just the character of Rupert Pupkin. He's just yeah, he's incredible. Fast. Like he's funny, and he's a funny guy. Uh, yeah, I just that, that bit in the house is yeah, just unreal. Yeah. How good that, is. <laughs> that scene is one yeah. of the best scenes I've ever seen. Like yeah, or the or the cork scene is pretty. Uh, we saw the Joker trailer tonight as yeah, well, we and we, I was just thinking, like, yeah, I like, was. There was some scenes which just look exactly there was the same. A character that looks a little bit like Leonardo DiCaprio, not Leonardo DiCaprio, because that's who's in this film. Uh, Robert De Niro. There we go. Yeah, is he in it? He's in it. Yeah, <gasps> he plays. Um, a TV oh, comedy guy. Oh, he is the guy that I thought it was. Yeah, I don't oh. think he. I don't think he's actually. No, Rupert I know, Pumpkin, but that but is a really good nod. Influenced by him, that definitely. is a good mm. nod. So I think I think we are going to have a Joker yes. episode. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, there's, but there's going to be two films. Well, uh, King of Comedy, which we probably advise to watch before, and yeah. A Killing Joke, which mm. is the animated film, uh, which um, I got for my birthday. Thanks, Ben. Uh, and the and the comic book as well, mm. which is a very oh, that's great, cool. great present. Um, that's a good present. So, number one, number one, number one, fifth element. Do, do I get a crime? No, do I get to wear the crime for the rest of the you know season two or what? It is no. number one because it is the best film, and it's also number one because it has uh, it's the most listened of our episodes. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it definitely is the best film on this list. I mean, hmm. uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Really. <laughs> yeah, it's you know. Oh, Aaron has great taste. How about that? I mean, I suggested it beforehand that I might choose that film, and then you were like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll pick that film." I'm pretty sure uh, that, that happened. That's I'm pretty not, sure. I, mean, I feel like you're mm. putting words into the no. That's how I remember here. it. That's mm, okay. Well, there's the recap of season one. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. We absolutely like had a blast whilst doing it, and 
like we just are blown away by the fact that people actually want to listen to it yeah man. give us feedback talk about it you listen know, to every- us ramble yeah, yeah we're idiots <laughs> even <laughs> like, if it's just our friends and family yeah even if it is just one hey, random we've got a couple person. people we've got a few some people listening There's, to it was someone in poland someone in poland i'm pretty mm. sure we got one down yeah in yeah hi there hello our polish listener Okay, let's get on to the main event. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was directed by Mr. Tarantino. Do we have any experience with any of his films? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very briefly. That, like, yeah, that was good. I, I want to say, so again, like Tarantino. So I'm just going to talk about my, my earliest sort of like introduction to Tarantino. So, two different sort of like not kind of stories, but uh, Pulp Fiction was my stepdad's favorite film. Um, so growing up, I always knew it was his favorite film, and it felt like at the time because I was, I think when it came out, I was uh, five or six, and I remember uh, I don't remember him watching it or anything, but I remember a few years later when I was a bit older, him, him saying that was his favorite film. And remember when I saw bits of it on TV or whatever, I always thought it looked like it was from like the seventies or something. It looked really old yeah. compared to like what films were coming out at that point. And it took me a few years before I think it was probably like my early to mid teens when I first saw it. Um, and it was still even like even though I was like, you know, I knew what I was watching and stuff. It was still a confusing film at the time mm. when I watched that. I, I probably watched it on TV and you know it was cut up with adverts and whatever. Um, but I still think of it as it was my stepdad's favorite film, and um, my stepdad uh, passed away when I was uh, in uh, college, mm-hmm. so about two thousand seven. And I never really got to talk to him about this film, and I, I, I kind of wish that I, I would have been able to chat to him a bit more about it and why it was his favorite film and stuff. So maybe I'll talk to my mum about it and ask her why exactly it was his favorite film. Um, and then the other the other thing I have on Tarantino is when I was younger. Me and my cousins used to every weekend we'd all my brothers and my cousins would all hang out mm-hmm. and we stuck on a film from the video store which was a dust till dawn which is <laughs> oh great that is a interesting film isn't it uh, yeah sorry from dust till dawn so this is not directed by him no. um, this is directed by Robert Rodriguez but he wrote it <clears throat> and he also stars in it as well and um, I think I was probably yeah like twelve or something <laughs> when I watched that. 13 or something did you even understand what was going on oh no on? I know what was going on but like it was obviously if you've watched the film obviously there's a big like twist halfway through yeah. and so, I mean is it spoilers to say what what happens I mean if you, if it, if you want to fast forward 30 seconds go for it but obviously there's a big twist have you seen Johnny uh, a long time ago yeah. there's a big twist obviously it's a normal film and then halfway through suddenly vampires turn up yeah. and it's like, it's just a big like it's just a big like sort of killing fest of vampires and yeah. it's like it's just like goes, goes into a crazy genre film it does yeah um, very weird it's like at the end of it sort of set in a bar from what I remember yeah, yeah. they were like held up in a bar it's like yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that dream you'd have of like how you'd survive in like it a felt, zombie yeah. apocalypse it's, like, it's like, almost like if Left 4 Dead was a um, was <laughs> a, a film. film brought up vampires so yeah they, they were my first two sort of run-ins with Tarantino and then after that I think my cousin was quite big into him so we watched like Kill Bill and stuff like that as well so yeah mm. Johnny um 
Channel 4, like, mm. used to just show, like, films of his, like, all the time, sort of growing up. So on Saturday nights um, and Sunday nights, they just put on films, like, pretty good films mm. most most weekends. I don't know if they do that nowadays or if it's just full of, like, TV series or whatever. But I'll have seen quite a few, like, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. And, and Did you watch those with your parents or did you just watch them on your own? Like? Uh, no, definitely not, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not be that uh, shut the door and put some headphones on. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I think I've watched pretty much most of his films at, at some point in time. Like, Tarantino seems like one of the directors that, it will say this is the new Quentin Tarantino mm. film. It's rather. like a cultural event, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone um, kind of gets behind it. I guess. Like if this film was done by anyone else, just with the title name of what it's got and and what it's about, um, that might not have been as interested. But because I know Quentin Tarantino and his style is very yeah. particular, it kind of draws you in a bit more than say if it was any any other director. Mm. Aaron, how about you? My in was probably Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I was interested in the stylization of it, like the, the cut between the anime and the Sort the of kung fu film. action yeah. film, yeah, yeah. And that was my in. And then I went and watched, like, Pop Fiction. Obviously, I'd heard of Quentin Tarantino, but I was never really, like, that fussed on him. Um, and I still think he's a little bit like Marmite for me. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll really like what he does, and then sometimes I really won't. Like, is it Drive... 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 Um, Death Proof, sorry. Death Proof, yeah. I tried... People say I that. couldn't get into yeah, that. Rubbish. I actually really liked Planet Terror, the other one. on that, oh, yeah. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez's one, which is similar to Dust or Dawn. Um, I tried to watch that. I mean, I, I should probably go back. That's probably the only one I haven't watched um, through. I, I watched about the first 10 minutes, and yeah. I was like, ah, this isn't for me. There's one of his films in particular, though, like one... Um, that I do really, really love, and I hope that it gets chosen for the series, but we can talk about that later. So let's talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Because we're fresh off the press, as I like to say, because we've just seen it tonight. Yeah, two hours and 45 minutes of it. Two hours and 45 minutes. The f- Wow. It's about a faded television actor and his stunt double. They strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during their final years of Hollywood's golden age in the 1960s. But there's also another sort of through line, isn't there? Is the whole, it's sort of um, another story sort of going on at the same time. There is another story. To do with um, Charles Manson. Yes. Which is an interesting way of, it's sort of interesting how they combine the two, but... We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Um, the film stars uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. This is the second time he's been in a Tarantino film, isn't it? He was in Django Unchained before yep. that. I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, stars Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Emil Hirsch, um, Margaret Qualley. Uh, basically, if you don't know who she is, she's from The Leftovers and she's class. Uh, you've got Timothy Oliphant, mm-hmm. Julia. But was, I mean, okay, that, the list goes on and on and on. It's got Dakota Fanning. Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't recognize <laughs> her in the film, but apparently she's in it, yeah. And in Al Pacino. Has, oh, yeah. yeah. Al Pacino's <laughs> in it. Oh, Damien Lewis is in it. Oh, and yeah. They, these guys, they, they star certain actors of the time. And I have they're to say more that, co- cameo roles, aren't they? I suppose, yeah, they, they got a lot of laughs. But big casts, um, but mostly Leonardo. It, it seems that maybe Leonardo, because Leonardo tends to do this quite a lot. He sticks with a director for a wee while, doesn't he? Mm. Um. Okay, so, 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 so. 
what did you know about the film beforehand and how did that affect the story for you i i didn't know anything really about the film um apart from that it was set in that age of hollywood in uh 1969 um but besides that, I didn't know a lot about it or what had gone on besides it. Because it does follow some sorts of real day events, although it, it maybe alters them very slightly. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like if I knew a bit more about that to do with, particularly with uh, the Manson mm. um, Sorry, aspect, that, yeah. of, the aspect yeah. of the film, yeah. um, I think it would have maybe meant a bit more to me, but because I was discovering it through the film yeah. and the way that the film portrays it, uh, maybe I was at a little bit of a loss. Do you think it would be worth watching or reading about, say, the Manson, who Charles Manson is and stuff, like before watching the film, or do you think it's not, doesn't matter? Um, I think it would add a, a greater context and just help you understand yeah. why some of the things are happening. Were you confused a bit about, or did you think it was all just going to fit together? Because like, um, obviously those two storylines were fairly separate, weren't they? There wasn't. I would say so. Yeah, there was a lot. There's, there's a lot of assumed um, storyline mm. uh, within it. So, um, yeah, I think it would be um, be best to try and figure out a little bit about what what went on yeah. in that situation. Yeah, uh, I think if you're an American audience, it's sort of ingrained you're into. Know, yeah to sort of your kind of folklore of stuff that's gone on in your country yeah. but uh, to us in, in England we're not yeah and maybe, maybe it's a generational thing as well maybe it's just because we grew up a bit after all this happened maybe if you were um, growing up in the 70s and 80s it might be a bit, bit yeah, more I think mm. did you know much about it I, I've um, heard of Charles Manson I knew what he'd, I knew that story of what happened and how it involved Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate Um I haven't. It's one of those things. Of, it's one of those things where I probably would, at some point, like to watch a documentary about it. I'm sure there's loads, um, but I've not done that. So I just know sort of. Yeah, you know the kind from of from the zeitgeist and what people have said online I, and stuff. You know like. what? I think that's enough. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, think that is probably enough. enough. Yeah, and I think now I'm probably going to go watch go some more stuff about it. Yeah, um, but the one thing I do like is that although maybe I'm at a slight loss, like the presumed intellectual knowledge that that Quentin Tarantino thinks that the audience will have. Mm. Like a lot of directors will like spell it out word for yes. word as what's gone yeah. on. And you sort True. of like, yeah, okay, I know this. It's just dragging on and on with like trying to explain backstory. But I like how he sort of treats the audience as a, as a grown up in a way, even though it's slightly to my detriment, but I guess the majority of the American audience will, will know. Yeah, they'll know. I mean, on. he tends to do that a lot in films. Like he doesn't really spell things like for he for the viewer, I I think I find a lot of the time he lets the dialogue do the talking, yeah. or just just lets the story or the plot do the talking. He does, yeah. Often I notice in the film, in this film, you'll see there's like whole segments or like cuts where he'll just skip ahead in time, oh, and yeah, then, yeah, or yeah, like he'll yeah, yeah. he'll do a whole section and then he'll just go back and be like, ah, maybe not, or whatever. And like he basically like trust the audience is yeah. going to get what's going on and not be confused yeah 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 um, which I think is great I think yeah it yeah. makes him a good director yeah, but that's although, why stands out isn't it but I think although that is one element of the film I don't feel like it's the whole film like there's a lot of other stuff going on uh, besides like the the Manson aspect of it Cause absolutely I'd say that's quite a, a small part in it 
to be fair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I would say so in terms of like just the length of the film. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say it's, yeah, there's there's segments of the film that focus on that a lot more, but there's a lot more segments that focus on... More like Hollywood. Um, yeah, like, Hollywood the and the decline of like the action hero in yeah. um, those 1960s um, uh, films and it's sort of going on to a new age of, of TV shows yeah, moving like, away from cowboys and... That sort of thing. How did you find the overall tone of the film? Just talking about that briefly. I think this is probably, to me, it felt very different tone-wise yeah. than nearly every other Tarantino film I've ever seen. Um, it felt a lot more restrained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms yeah. of his, like when you watch a Tarantino film, you hear him in the dialogue. In some films, you hear him in he narrates parts of the film or he's in the mm. films, like. So like he puts he's in he's part of these films and this one he was definitely more removed I think I mean it's still his story but he you didn't necessarily hear him through the characters there wasn't any really long monologues or uh-huh. like the way they yeah, spoke felt absolutely. more naturalistic yeah um so the tone and the tone like for me again it because it's two hours and forty five minutes it's long and there's not a lot that actually happens story wise mm. with the film it's I, mostly just yeah. Like thing, or maybe plot-wise, maybe I'm confusing those two. But things will happen, but there's not like lots and lots of things, like lots of um, story beats and like lots of things that are all interconnected, like a Pulp Fiction, for example, or even like a Hateful Eight or something. Yeah, it felt more like it was trying to pull you into the world of Hollywood yeah, of the sixties. Yeah, it's Sort of like sit, watch this. Yeah, relax, get used to this sort of rhythm that is going through, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the timings and the scene lengths and the sort of vibe of the film and like and then just like just sort of like i don't know like sit and just be overwhelmed with the sort of like 60s cinema hollywood yeah, like vibe yeah like there's so many shots of like billboards of different films on yeah. and like and, and like hollywood like i mean i've never been to hollywood sorry but i, I get you know it felt like it was a good advertisement a good like I don't know representation of what that what that was like to be there in the Hollywood yeah. uh, movie industry back then. Mm. I say it's a lot of character building in the first sort of two acts, particularly, yeah, yeah, particularly. Um, like exploring the chemistry between Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's characters, um, and how they work together and sort of play off each other and how their working relationship is. Um, and it's you kind of just like along for the ride, mm. like nothing particularly big is happening in those two uh two acts yeah. uh, it's just kind of just building the world and kind of drawing you in i was kind of waiting for okay when's the story going to start when's yeah, the story going to yeah, start yeah 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 and yeah. i kind of just had to sit back and just be like okay this is this is what the film is this is like yeah. i kind of I, I thought it was going to be a little bit different of a film yeah, yeah. same with like same. Tarantino films, you expect there just to be tension, tension, tension Action. building up, and yeah. like there's there's usually that release of tension where something explosive happens. But this one's much more kind of I think the, laid back. Film. There was still that, but it was yeah, it was, like I you say, it, I even but think it, it was subdued in some ways. It, yeah, it was. It definitely was. Mm. But there is that release eventually. Um, it's just it's funny. Right towards the end, you'll notice there was a they're watching the, the clip on TV. And then, like, there's a guy on the on the TV presenting, and he's like, "Now, what you've all been waiting for the the main event." And then it goes into the whole like yeah, end yeah. of the film. And I just thought it was quite funny how he, he put that in, like, as a 
It's like everyone's like anticipating something's going to happen. And yeah, it, took, yeah. it takes, it took a long time to get there, but because it took that long and you built up with the characters and you got to know, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio was Rick uh, Dalton, the act, the, you know, the movie actor. And you got to see Brad Pitt, who's uh, Cliff Booth, who's like the stuntman. Because you just like, it would make no sense if you didn't know who they were like integrally. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so it wouldn't, the, the ending would sort of just fall flat, I think. It would be like, oh, that yeah. seems a bit out of character or whatever. Yeah. And I think it definitely helps that you, you know who these two characters are. I think like, it's interesting interesting that you're talking about how like a violin um his other films were compared to this and it, yeah as you, as we've all said it's a bit more tamer but i think he's trying to do something different mm-hmm. as a director i think he's have, have you seen jackie brown yes yes it did feel like similar to that in terms of like pulled back and more 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 like based in reality i think but I think that is a bit more of a story going on. There's a lot more, like, there's a mm. little bit more of a um, plot unfolding, I guess, in that yeah. film. Do you not think it's kind of like an ode to Hollywood, in in a sense? Potentially, but I, I don't really know what that would look like. Well, it's just, it's kind of like the golden era of the 60s. I, I think if you are a film critic or you work in that industry, yeah, you I probably love you this would, film. You would love it. Yeah. Like, do you not think that the bit where... So, uh, yeah, we, you know, we might as well talk about, like, you know, how did you find the actor's performances in, in any standout moments? So one of the standout moments for me would be, I don't want to spoil it, but they'd be shooting a scene. You would watch them, sorry, shoot a scene. Yeah, and then so, yeah. you would see that the actors, like, make a mistake. And then, you know, they'd have to go yeah, back and do yeah. it again. And, so, and yeah, it, it was like, really interesting. Yeah, it was all shot from, like, the sort of camera's perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. of the scene and then yeah like you would someone would forget a line and then you'd like you'd, the camera would roll back it was really it was very meta yeah it was very meta um, yeah I I also I, I would almost group this film in with La La Land in terms of like I, I totally agree in I terms totally of just agree. like the love letter to Hollywood yeah, yeah yeah I mean obviously La La Land is a bit more um, a little bit more uh, easy to get into yeah or like Glee yeah, well I mean I, I, I love that <laughs> film um but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I would say it's, I mean, if, I think if you grew up in Hollywood and knew all those locations yeah, course, and stuff, yeah, you'd, you'd absolutely wouldn't. love it. It'd be the same if someone made a, a film in Manchester or, you know, or Huddersfield for us, it would be like, yeah, yeah, I or, um, you know, Happy Valley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I even though it's brutal. And- I think it's a bit of a cheat though, a little bit of a cheat to be able to set it somewhere that everyone who reviews the film is going to watch, watch it. And oh, knows. yeah. The same yeah, yeah. with video games and they do like... When like again, sorry to be boring everyone who doesn't care about the video games. When like Watch Dogs Two came out and it was set in San Francisco, yeah. and all the reviews are like, "Oh, it's really good." I get to you know run around and yeah, yeah, drive around or San Francisco and Spider-Man stuff. Spider Man in New York. Oh, that oh that as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was literally swinging around and I was like, "Oh, I've been there. Oh, yeah. I've been there." It definitely helps, yeah. that, and and I guess this would probably be similar. Like these locations exist in the real world, so people you know recognize them and stuff. I I just think like. Again, having that insight and being put into those situations where you're actually watching them, the actors act or do their, day, you know, as if it was their day job. But I think some of the strongest performances, acting wise, occurred in those moments. If you know what I mean, there's, there's, there was two really. I think it was right at the end, but when there was a conversation between two people, right, right at the end, that I just felt really, really natural and just normal and homely. And and oh, DiCaprio's I, 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 like body language was just really good at the gate yeah, the yeah. Gate. I, I just want to be like i don't I just don't want to talk about it. yeah uh, but essentially yeah it just felt really natural and i was like wow he feels like a real person and then there was the scene when he was acting like an actor and again i was like whoa that was 
really cool, really, really yeah, awesome he, to behold. Because he like knows what good is. Yeah. Like, and he's acting an actor. Yeah. So he knows like when acting is good and when acting is bad. Yeah. And you see him drop it. You see him drop the ball. Yeah. And it's like, it's not. He's probably he's yeah. probably doing that from experience. Yeah. And it's like maybe that's not. You know, there's like bits where he's acting. It's like. Oh, that wasn't very good. This is Leonardo then, DiCaprio, isn't it? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. But then he turns it up and mm. acts amazingly. So for me, yeah, two. St- I mean, obviously the two main people in this film is Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, absolutely. Like Margot Robbie is in it, but I think she is in it. just because of her, the, the person she plays, she isn't involved as much. I think she's still integral to the film and it's still good to see her. But those two, like, I loved their relationship. Mm. I thought like the way... I always think a lot of time, I think a lot of times it would be very easy to make Brad Pitt's character really um, like down spirited or like complaining about like, oh, he's not getting his, not getting what he wants to get in terms of like uh, jobs and stuff where they, they sort of like flipped it around a little bit and made it. So it was DiCaprio who was upset about a lot of time about his jobs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But also their relationship, they felt like buddies. They felt yeah, like... Mates. And it was just like, also, I mean, for me, Brad Pitt is just the coolest character. He's yeah, so he's just cool. I, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't seem to age. <laughs> no. No, right? I actually, you know what I was thinking about during this film? I was thinking, oh, I wonder if I could pull off a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. Or like, dye my hair blonde a bit. You've, you've done that before? No. Call me back with some, with some yeah, reruns. Why, yeah. why don't you put some highlights in again? No, that was just fun. Nah, I mean, you say that. <laughs> that was just fun. I went on holiday abroad like that, yeah. Got some, you? Got some lemon juice <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it during school term time? I don't remember you leaving uh, school. Nah, I think you're remembering it wrong. Um. Okay, so I guess this leads me to our kind of final, final question, really. Um, did we enjoy the film? Is there anything else that, you know, what you want to talk about? Um. I mean... One thing I will say is it's so one thing that did tip it off that it was a Tarantino film. Did you notice how many shots involved people's feet, specifically oh, so women's feet, feet, but like also just lots of feet shots. Like it's a thing in his film, supposedly that he like he loves he has a fetish over feet, and he's always shooting different like close up shots of women's feet and stuff. And this was again in this film you see you'll see it a few more times. Um, yeah, that's that a bit to me. It sort of pulled me out almost a little bit. Like he was, all, it was a bit too much. But mm. um, yeah, I mean, do you have anything you want to talk about today? Um, not that we've not already discussed. So, um, but did you, did you enjoy it? Hmm, it's a bit. It's, it's, hard, a, bit, isn't it? it's a bit of an odd one, really. Because I, 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 I think I went into it expecting a more traditional Tarantino film. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and obviously not knowing the background, which I think would have added extra bit. I, I totally agree. Like, it's, I feel like I've watched like part two of a film yeah. and yeah, I'm missing some key plot points yeah. to, to truly understand it. Yeah. Um, I don't think, well, for me, it's not his best turn, like his best film that he's done that I've seen. Um, but it is an interesting film. Mm. Um, it's doing something different. I like, like that he's, he's mixing it up a bit. It could, yeah. He could have just made a similar film to a lot of his other stuff and he's sort of... Well, it's just different to the whole film. Marketplace for that yeah. scale of blockbustery film. Um, there's there's not that many other big budget films that would do a story which has very little plot for, for two acts. Um, so as a 
film watcher and someone who's looking for something a bit different to the standard films out there, it is good in that way. But um, yeah, there's other Tarantino films that I'd prefer. I'm with Johnny on this. Like, I, I find myself like watching it and being like, right, I'm really not enjoying myself. Like, at these in this moment, it's like long stretches of kind of just nothing. And I get that he's sort of like building up like this like really like interesting atmosphere or like you know trying to give you this feeling of like this is Hollywood and 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 I just find myself like really bored. But then again, when the punchlines hit, like some of the jokes or some of the action scenes or or some of the most powerful like, acting moments i found myself really engrossed and really enjoying it and i really was just like when i came out and sort of on the drive here i was like did i enjoy the film maybe like i'm not i, just, I still don't really know i think because Aunt new like the manton stuff i think it had a more um had a bigger effect on you. So you know what's funny? We kept as I was watching this film, I was thinking, well, oh, actually, as I came out of this film, I was thinking, oh, the other two, I think, enjoyed it more than me. I don't know if I enjoyed this film that much. I think. So for, I'll just give you a bit of a rundown of how, what my thoughts were during the film. <laughs> the first half, I would yeah, say, yeah, or the first two acts, I would say that some good moments, really like the characters. But a lot of like, when is it going to get started? When yeah, is it going to kick yeah. off? And then I sort of realized, like Johnny said, it's not going to do that. This is the film. And just and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to try and enjoy it for what it is. Sit back and just watch it. It didn't help. I needed to go do half of it as well. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to go. I just wanted to watch. Um, however, I think the ending is really strong. And it's, it is really and strong. And some stuff happens that's unexpected. I think it definitely must help to know some about some stuff about the Manson stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of those films where the more I talk about it, I think, ah, oh, maybe I do, do like it more. Mm. Like since coming out of the cinema and driving home, back, driving back here, I was like, it's grown on me a lot. And I'm wondering maybe in a couple of days, it will grow on me some more. But yeah, yeah. One bit I'm thinking back to is the Kung Fu scene. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Same. I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, I was thinking that that was a, such an out of context scene and why did he put it's it in really, it was a scene yeah. with bruce lee wasn't it yeah. like and like it's just i mean it's not, it's not spoilers like it's pretty well known that bruce lee's in the film oh okay but not, there's nothing really there's nothing i'm not gonna spoil what happens but it, it's, it's pretty funny though yeah like, that, that, yeah, yeah. that bit's funny um and like the bit where they're at the ranch like oh that's, yeah, yeah yeah that whole segment that's, is good that's got done well. that's got like traditional sort of tarantino like what's yeah, gonna happen what's yeah, gonna happen yeah, what's yeah. gonna happen great but i just feel it just falls just a little bit flat yeah, me too, me too. I liked the the twist, well, not twist, I liked what he did with it to sort of make it a bit different. And yeah, I mean, I totally think it's not a, it's not what you, it's not like a film you'd expect to see Tarantino do. Yeah. And, it, and it definitely subverts your expectation. I know I complained about that with Star Wars, but I actually quite like the way it's done in this. Although I think it's definitely not my favourite Tarantino film, no, put it that way. And maybe it'll grow on me, but at the moment it's not my favourite. Um, this might be a perfect time to plug our Instagram. Um, so if our listeners have any anything that we've missed or have any opinions on the film, it might be a good idea to drop us a message at moviequestcast or email us at moviequestpod at gmail.com. Moviequestpod at gmail.com. Um, okay. I'm happy that we all... I, I thought it was just me. 
No, no, I think we've all basically agree with each other. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think I liked it slightly more because I knew a bit more about the backstory and that's about it. I think that's like, that sums it up pretty well, I think. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, like it was a good film, really good film. Yeah. I think maybe was, if you grow up good. in that, I think from what I've heard, people talk about it, like a lot of them are live around that area. And I think if you've grown up in that area, it'll probably helps a lot as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've no, I don't actually know how this is done in Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. How, how is it? Uh, I think it's done pretty well. Uh, I think in the high 80s, right, like okay. 80, 89, 85, yeah. 85. 85. Um, but this is day two of the UK release. It's quite um, quiet. I mean, it was six o'clock, so maybe not the most peak time, but it was felt quite a bit, a little bit quiet in there. Yeah, I say most of those reviews on Rotten Tomatoes will have been from American audiences yeah, yeah. who will have known. Oh yeah, this, true. This yeah. story. So yeah. I imagine that rating may kind of fall a little bit with mm. with UK yeah. reviewers going on it. Potentially, it'd be, be interesting to see. Excellent. Um, I do. We do recommend to go see it though. Absolutely. I would say totally it's time to a film isn't yeah it? there was I mean, there's some really interesting stuff with dialogue in, in, I, in the cinema for me like it's similar to King of Comedy in terms of the stand-up performances of DiCaprio and uh, Pitt is just uh, incredible yeah, for they're me great. they're, they're just like they're I feel like I mean I don't know who probably DiCap- DiCaprio might get a nomination for that performance <laughs> Don't don't tease him. Don't tease him. Hasn't more. he already he's, been nominated? And I, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's won. He's won yeah. one finally. But I, I mean, I just yeah, I, I thought it was that good. I mean, I don't know what you guys thought. I thought it was like him playing an actor and some of the stuff he was he's doing. He's a phenomenal oh, actor. Very very he's a good. Phenomenal actor. Like he always surprises me how good he is. I I really like DiCaprio. Big fan. Right. So there's obviously three more films to come in season two of Movie Quest. But there'll probably be films that we want to choose and we can obviously double it up. So we need to choose who chooses the film first. Are we doing that now? Yes. I right. think we should announce it on the podcast. The How are we going to do this? Are we going to do drawing straws? Conveniently, are we gonna... Johnny's wearing a hat. Oh. Oh, uh, what? Oh, oh, yeah. So we'll do some names in the hat. Right? Yeah, we'll yeah, draw, yeah. We're going to draw names out of a hat. Um, I just sprung this on Johnny. He do you want to do you want to go upstairs and wake Heather up so she can choose the yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so we don't cheat. Uh, well, you know I don't. You know I'm happy for one of you two to join to to uh, pull names out of a hat. Okay, I've just snipped up the the names. Perfect. The names are going in the hat. You know, Johnny, since you so kindly offered up your name, no, your hat. That's yeah. not what, that's what I meant. Uh, you know what? Do do you want to? Yeah, I think you should close your eyes. I'll I'll mix it up for you, Johnny. Yeah, and right, you, okay. you you should pick up pick it's, out the names. It's not a very good hat. It's quite a soft hat, so it's okay, Johnny. Don't yeah. worry. Right, close your eyes. Okay, they're closed. Put your right, okay. Drum roll. Right, okay. I've got the name. The name of the person you'll be choosing. The first Tarantino film is dun, 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 Ant. Hey. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. So, Ant, what what film are you gonna? I'm gonna pick? go for a classic and pretty strong film. I'm gonna go for Pulp Fiction. Oh thank gosh, <laughs> that wasn't yours. No. Okay, good. Well, I it's been a long time since I've seen this. I think it was probably back before I was talking about it when I first watched it in like the whatever it was early two thousands. Yeah. And I would like to watch it again. I'm so excited to watch this. Yeah, film. yeah, same. It's been a long time. How about you guys? Have you watched it recently? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, yeah, must have been when it was like sixteen, seventeen, Channel Four. Right. Okay. Excellent. So we're watching that next. So next film is Pulp Fiction. 
And that has been Movie Quest. Um, Please tell your friends about us. Please. Yeah, tell <laughs> um, your friends about us. That's sort of the only way we're going to be able to build a podcast. And, or family uh, members. Tell more family members. Yeah, more family members. More mums and dads that listen to this. Uncles, great aunts. Um, and family members, please listen to episodes where your family members are in. <laughs> Johnny's mum. What's your mum's first name? Uh, Julie. Julie, please listen to us when Johnny isn't here. We're not that bad, are we? <laughs> maybe we are. Okay, maybe we Johnny's are. Johnny's the star of the party. Maybe she wasn't interested in Hobson Shaw. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> maybe. Right, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time at Movie Quest. Remember, use the Movie Quest hash- hashtag. Sorry. Remember movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember to use use the movie quest hashtag. That's hashtag movie quest. Yes, because we check, we check, we check, we check. Yeah, send us some pictures of you watching Pulp Fiction. Yeah, excellent, brilliant. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.